0: Did you know that on Christmas Eve Santa visits 5,000 houses a second? We've got lots of crazy holiday facts and more coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Did You Know with Ryan O. Hello and welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Ryan O. I'm Ryan O. This is my show. And I don't know exactly what you're thinking, but that's okay. I won't be receiving any coal in my stocking this year. In today's episode, we're going to have lots of fun and you might even learn something. So without further ado, let's do this. You know, in this show, uh, we talk about all sorts of crazy stuff and randomness, but we don't do it alone. So today we'll be graced with a special guest, Rachel O. How are you today, Rachel?
1: Feeling extra special.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm doing quite well indeed. Uh, So let's talk about what we've been doing lately. Uh, This past week, you and I and the rest of our lovely familiness uh, went to Hilton Head Island in South Carolina.
1: Yes, we did. One of our favorite places.
0: Go ahead and tell the folks uh, that are listening a little bit about Hilton Head.
1: Hilton Head is a pretty small island off the coast of South Carolina near the border of Georgia, And uh, there's basically about two or three main roads. And the best things to do there, I guess, are golf, even though we haven't done that. We have gone miniature golfing. Uh, They have three courses on the island. We've done two of them. And the other best thing to do, I would say, especially when it's cold out, is to dine at all of the yummy establishments.
0: Now, one time when we went... We made it our goal to eat at every single restaurant that belonged to a specific group of restaurants, and that's the the Surge group. Um, were there like 12 restaurants in that area? I think
1: about that, yes.
0: Because one time, uh, if you got all of them, you could get a stamp on a book and then be entered into a drawing to get like a $1,000 gift card or something. Yes. That was pretty cool, uh, so some of the restaurants uh one of them is is a pizza joint called giuseppe's it's it's okay
1: it's really i mean good pizza
0: there there's a lot of seafood places which I'm not necessarily a fan of seafood,
1: nor am I,
0: but they also have other cool food like barbecue there's a... Uh, one Hot Mamas, which has awesome barbecue.
1: Oh, that was so good! Probably one of my favorite meals of this past trip.
0: They have a barbecue sauce which is absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favorites.
1: Which we brought home a bottle.
0: Yeah, because we're smart. <laughs> That's what we do. And um, in in one of the other restaurants, they had like the Lodge. It's a it's a burger and beer place.
1: Yeah, their beers okay. Yeah, I mean, they have a big list of beer.
0: Yes, but I like the the beer specifically for the group. I think it's the the Beach Blonde Ale. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like that. I enjoyed that on the first uh, day. We had lunch at Docksides, which is probably one of my favorite restaurants that we visit. You can sit outside on the the marsh and um, on the inlet, and I had a pulled pork barbecue grilled cheese that has collard greens inside. It was delicious
0: collard greens doesn't that wouldn't that be a bit weird
1: uh maybe but it works it really works and
0: so one of the other uh cool things about the group of restaurants they have one called poseidon's and every time we go there's always something a bit different to enjoy absolutely uh like like the first time we went they had a a meatloaf filet sandwich Mm -hmm. which was awesome and a half. Uh, Go ahead and tell them what was on it.
1: Yes, that was a filet mignon meatloaf with caramelized onions, barbecue sauce, uh, I think white cheddar on like Texas toast. It was delicious.
0: I loved it. And then we we went for brunch one year. Actually, we also went this year too. Uh, They have they have chicken and waffles. I love chicken and waffles. So if you have a place that has chicken and waffles, I want to go to your place that has chicken and waffles.
1: Mm-hmm. And on that chicken and waffles, as Tabasco butter, which I think just gives it just that nice little kick. Mm. So good.
0: I'm hungry again just thinking about all these cool places. I want some of
1: those ribs. Ooh. Those were really good.
0: They looked really good. <laughs> so on the island, it's really busy from about end of April till the first week of October, I would say. Uh, even even less than that. Like, it's, it's really a summer town.
1: I think so, because it's right on the Atlantic Ocean, and the Atlantic Ocean is probably only a nice swimming temperature in the summertime. So, uh, unfortunately, we've only been in the cooler weather time, but we still have a lot of fun.
0: And we've explored a lot of things on the island, including some of the historical sites and... Uh, you're even a small drive away to Savannah and Absolutely. some other cool towns. and It's lots of fun and a half. So if you're ever out and about, I highly recommend going to Hilton Head Island, checking out the awesome stuff to see, do, and
1: eat. Absolutely. Go and then stop in Savannah because that's a pretty cool day or two trip, too.
0: And if you have any questions about what to see or do, we've kind of become experts. So just tweet at the show uh, or you can email us. Speaking of email, um, in the Ryan-O and the mailbox of Doom, which is where we go deep into the mailbox and try to discover answers to things that might not even need answers, but some stuff is so weird and intriguing that we'll figure out what's up. For example, in the last email that I received was letting me know that the product that was created for the show on the Zazzle account is now officially live. So go to the Twitter page, and it's got the link. Um, by the time this comes out, the link will also be on the Facebook page, and you can show your love for the show with, well, me on your shirt. So that's what's up. Uh, so... Did you happen to catch the topic of our last episode, Rachel?
1: Um, Was it Star Wars? It
0: indeed was. Uh, John and I went over episode one, and we asked everyone online what they believed the most badass moment to be in episode one was.
1: Well, episode one is my favorite. Just kidding. <laughs> so,
0: so in that movie, what would you say is the most badass moment in the movie. I
1: mean, it's obviously the Darth Maul-Qui-Gon Jin battle.
0: You are correct. The Duel of the Fates was it won a landslide vote of the most awesome moment in episode one. Uh, if you want to participate in other like votes like this, just check out the, the email. Or you can email us at didyouknowrhino at gmail.com You can tweet at us at didyouknowrhino or on the Facebook page, did you know with Rhino.
1: I would like to throw my two cents because I also really like the pod racing scene. Oh, sure. I mean, like, NASCAR in space. That's pretty intense. And I also really loved my N64 pod racing game, too.
0: That was one of the fun things that John and I talked about. <laughs> it, it spurred a whole bunch of fun video games like the Naboo Starfighter game and the Jedi Power Battles. But you're right. The pod racing game was pretty epic. Yes. And that moves us over to our word of the week. Are you ready for the word of the week?
1: I am absolutely ready, but
0: isn't it ironic that this happens every other week? Yeah we're gonna go with it anyway, Sure. So the word of the week is Holly. Rachel, what is Holly?
1: <laughs> That's a really funny question because my dog was named Holly, so I'd have to say with my past dog, but actually, Holly is probably um it's like either a type of bush or used as decoration during Christmas time.
0: You are correct. It is both. It is a evergreen shrub that is especially used for decoration at Christmas. So now comes the question. When do you think the first usage of the word holly was recorded?
1: That's really tough. Um, I mean, I don't know about when, but I would maybe think it was a German word.
0: Could be. Um, right now we say we got all these records about it, um, in the mid 15th century, but earlier it was known as Holland, which is a shortening of an old English holligan or Holland, Proto-Germanic, Whoa, I don't even know what that is. You're right. So we got German, Saxon, Norse, Dutch. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the rest of these. Um, but yeah, I would say you're right. That also stems from it. it's it's all it's all the same. There's also French, I think that was French. Didn't sound French to me.
1: I don't think so. That just sounded like you had a hiccup.
0: So, so yeah, mid 12th century. We'll go. We'll go with that
1: to okay. 15th century. I was like, didn't you just say 15th century? Yeah,
0: the, the website I got it from isn't 100, percent but we're just gonna say that you're right. So okay. nice work.
1: It's a really old word. That's stemming right, stemming from really old origins.
0: Yes, today's episode is all about old origins. OK. <laughs> um, for example, there is a law that exists in I can't believe that's a law where we talk about crazy laws a law that exists where it's illegal to kill game on Christmas Day. Where would you think that law exists?
1: Is this just in the U.S? It
0: is not.
1: Oh well, then I'm probably gonna say maybe England, or you United are correct. Kingdom. Yep,
0: in 1603 they made that law that you can't do it on Christmas Day.
1: I mean that sounds nice, not going hunting on Christmas Day, slash killing things in your yard. So I guess the the Christmas goose or turkey or chicken is gonna have to be killed the day before.
0: Yeah, if it's midnight, you you better not be killing any animals
1: was like, 11.58, honey, go out there and kill George so we can have him tomorrow morning.
0: Okay. (laughs) Hi, George. Woo! I'm coming for you.
1: Woo! Oh, no. You know what? Actually, back then, I think, couldn't we talk about turkeys on Thanksgiving? And uh, they didn't have turkeys over in the United Kingdom or England area because they're from South America? Right on. didn't we talk about this? I don't know, but I'm all for it. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't think they had turkeys back in, the, especially the 1600s in the United Kingdom. I think they had, like we were talking about, game and hens and um, goose, geese. Yum.
0: So around here, it would be getting the, the turkey. Yes. Which we have a flock of turkeys, or I think it's like a goggle or... A go- 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 gobble? Gobble? Gossler? I don't go- know. A goobler? We'll group. Have to, we have a group of turkeys, yeah. a whole bunch of them that kind of travel around the neighborhood like a gang.
1: Yeah, they're kind of fun. Sometimes we'll just look out in our backyard and we'll be like, oh, look, a turkey. And then there's 20 turkeys. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's not kidding. That's not an over-exaggerated number. There's about 20 turkeys <laughs> that are hanging out together. Uh, and I guess they're trying to also escape from the Sandhill Cranes because they're loud and noisy and Probably,
1: mean. yeah. They are mean.
0: There's also a duck in our back area that comes and hangs out because I think someone was feeding them a long time ago. I think so. Tell them what you named one of the ducks.
1: Um, Quaxin. Yes. It's adorable. Quaxon and his harem of ducks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, one dude, a whole bunch of ladies.
1: That's
0: (laughs) quacktastic. Speaking of quacktastic things... Uh, now we're going to talk about some stories and things that happen that are so crazy and ridiculous that can that can only happen in the swampland known as Florida. You want to hear something really weird that happened in Florida? I sure do. So, oh boy. Um, so the the week this week I found a a story that says man steals dollar bills stapled to bar wall, tries to spend them. At Publix. Uh-oh. That was the, the title on the, uh, the page. So tell me, what do you think went on?
1: I mean, he obviously was dining at, I'm guessing, some establishment. I hope it's not the one in my mind. It is not the first (laughs) one in your mind,
0: but it's the second one.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: We've actually been to this establishment. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. But go on.
1: All right. And then went to Publix because he wanted to buy something. I guess not at that establishment.
0: So, you're right. Um, he broke into the Siesta Key Oyster Bar, mm-hmm. which we've been to. Yes, we have. And he swiped $150 in singles off the wall. Then he spent them on the first thing any self-respecting Florida man would. A pub sub from Publix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, finding it odd that someone would pay his chicken tender sandwich with a bunch of bills marked... Bill and Wally, spring break, 89, um, the public's employees reported him. He was later arrested at a Beals outlet.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. But you know what? To be honest, I'm really surprised that he got $150 because that's a lot of singles to rip off your wall without anyone noticing. Obviously, he was getting bad service.
0: Nice. That means uh, so the moral of the story, <laughs> if there is one, is check on your people. Check on them often and don't Don't steal. Don't steal. <laughs> Just don't steal, okay? I mean, the only thing you can steal is away from bad company.
1: I'm also really surprised too that he got away with, I guess, American money. Cause remember when we were there, we saw a lot of foreign money at that bar.
0: Correct. So if you were at a, a different establishment, you'd see a whole <laughs> bunch of uh bills that are American. Like you could you could possibly change the the one on a $1 American bill and make it one ill if you really want it to. (laughs) You know, some things are entirely possible.
1: (laughs) You're funny.
0: I try. Uh, Speaking of other funny things, we've been watching a lot of B-list Christmas movies lately. Now, I would describe a B-list Christmas movie as not your norm. Like, A-list movies would be like The Santa Claus, Miracle on 34th Street, uh, Elf, Scrooge... Mm -hmm.
1: Christmas Story, Christmas, Christmas Vacation,
0: exactly. So we've been watching a lot of B lists, more of the um, found on Netflix or found on like Hallmark or something like that. Yep. So what have been some of your favorites lately?
1: Um, I do love Dear Santa with um, Amy Acker. That's really cute.
0: That's one where um they...
1: she finds the little girl's letter that. I think, wants a mom or something.
0: She wants a mom for Christmas, and then the girl finds it and joins up with the family, and hijinks happens. Yes. All right.
1: That one is cute. Room with the View was really... Or Christmas with the View or something was really cute. You fell asleep through it, but I forget. It was about a,
0: a hotel and chefs and stuff.
1: Yeah, something about cooking and some celebrity chef and up in the mountains, of course. And then um, one that you should not watch is The Holiday Breakup, because we only made it about 15 minutes into that film, and that was terrible.
0: Yeah, it, it was not not good. Not good at all. Uh, so we got The Christmas Prince.
1: Oh, of course. That's really cute. And the second one, the sequel, was decent, but the first one, of course, is always the best.
0: And we've also got... Let's see. Oh, we watched Four Christmases, sort of mainstream. Yeah, more mainstream. With Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. And
1: Vince Vaughn is like the weakest link of that whole movie because he's terrible and I hate Vince Vaughn.
0: That's fair. Not as a
1: person, but as an actor. Okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know him as a person. I don't know him as a person.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: So, Holiday Calendar was another one.
1: Holiday calendar. Oh, the advent calendar one. The yes. one with Bonnie from Vampire Diaries.
0: Yes, Cat Graham.
1: Yes, she was so adorable, and that movie is really good. We also did The Christmas Chronicles, the new one with Kurt Russell. and
0: He was fantastic.
1: He was really good in it. The movie was just so-so for me.
0: There's also um, Merry Kissmas.
1: Merry Kissmas.
0: Which is about a girl who kisses a guy and falls in love with him. It's really fun.
1: Really? I okay, know, right. A holiday movie yes. where the girl and a guy fall in love, especially one of these B-lister ones. Oh, we watched the one where it's love at the Christmas table. Oh, yes. With um, Danica... Um, McKellar? McKellar, yes. 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 She's always super adorable in it, any movie she does.
0: And she's in like five of these Christmas Hallmark oh, of movies. Of course
1: she is, because she's so sweet.
0: There's also Christmas Wedding Planner.
1: Christmas Wedding Planner. That was... Okay. I don't think that was anything to write home about. And what did we watch today? Today we watched... um, I'm blanking completely. What was it about? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) it's one of those fun moments where we try to figure out exactly what it was about.
1: Oh, man. I guess we'll just have to come back to it. How about some of the favorites that we haven't watched yet
0: okay um favorites that we haven't watched yet
1: well i'm gonna say that oh, oh go ahead
0: so my all-time favorite b-list christmas movie is 12 dates of christmas it's
1: always so, it's so good it's, it's my favorite too it's
0: got a mark paul gossner uh-huh and what's your face
1: is it Amy Smart? Yes. Amy Smart, yeah.
0: So it's the two of them, and it's basically Groundhog's Day with the 12 days of Christmas. Oh,
1: it's so cute. And, like, every time you watch it, you can you see, like, different details. Like, I don't think we notice how every time she goes back in time or goes back, sets the day back, you, like, notice... Like they count down like four French, three French hens. You can
0: actually find the 12 things from the 12 days of Christmas in each scene. Yes,
1: So if you haven't seen it, watch it and look for that. It's an adorable movie.
0: And then you'll, you'll understand the meaning of I spritzed you and And you passed passed out, (laughs) which is great. Uh, So that if you can find that, go for it. It's fantastic.
1: Yep, I also love the spirit of Christmas. That's on Netflix. That's really cool. And then The Christmas Lodge. I love that movie. But you can never find it anywhere. I think that's a Thomas Kinkade one. Could be. But that's good. And then I forget the one where the girl meets the guy in the elevator. But she's actually like the interning for his fiance. It's one of those ABC
0: family ones. Probably. There's also Christmas in Boston.
1: I love Christmas in Boston. That's cute. Where, like, the two, the guy and the girl are pen pals, but they've never met. And then they finally get the chance to meet, but they're too afraid to. So they send their best friends to impersonate them and, you know, hijinks.
0: <laughs> then there's, then there's uh, the not so great B list. There's, like, Santa Baby.
1: Yeah. And
0: then Santa Baby. Christmas, maybe.
1: Oh, we're forgetting one of the greatest ones of all. Snow. Snow. <laughs> yes.
0: Snow has Tom Cavanaugh, which people might know as Harrison Wells from the, uh, the from Flash. the Flash season or series. Or Ed. Yeah, that's right. He was Ed. <laughs> um, he was also JD's older brother in Scrubs. So yeah. he, he goes way back. He's done all sorts of fun yeah. things.
1: And then um, it has... Ashley Ashley Williams yes Ashley Williams who is Victoria from How I Met Your Mother and also well is in Snow (laughs) yes and she's also been in a couple Hallmark movies too
0: so yes so if you like feel good movies if you like holiday movies and all sorts of fun things Mm -hmm. but want to break from the ones that you're used to seeing every single year like you you, I, I know how much you love How the Grinch Stole Christmas but if you don't want to watch that one on repeat check out some of these other ones. Yep. But for now, check out a word from our sponsor. Did you know with Rhino. This episode has been brought to you by Everyday Cosplay Finds. Ever wanted to show off your favorite character or group of characters, but don't see things online that match your style? Then check out Everyday Cosplay Finds, bringing cosplay into your everyday. Go to etsy.com shop slash Everyday Cosplay Finds for more information. This episode is also brought to you by me. That's right, folks. If you love the podcast and want to show off your love for Did You Know with Ryan O, you can do so with merchandise. That's right. We've got lots of t-shirts available on our own website at zazzle.com/slash Did You Know with Ryan O. Once again, that's zazzle.com/z/a/z/z/l/e.com/slash Did You Know with Ryan O. And now back to our show. Did you know with All righty, so getting back into the Christmas spirit, that's what this episode is indeed all about. And for some people, most individuals, there's a giant red symbol of Christmas that exists all around, and that would be Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: let's talk about some awesome facts about Santa Claus. What do you know Uh, about, uh, Santa?
1: Um, mostly what everyone, I think, knows is just he lives at the North Pole and lives with elves that build the toys, and then in one night, or, I mean, technically, one night he delivers the toys, and, uh, you know, bad kids that misbehave and don't obey their parents don't get the good toys, or get any toys, and the, uh, Kids that obey and listen to their parents and are good. They get what they hope for Right, write Santa to. Because there's a list. And he uh, flies around the world in a sleigh with some reindeer. And he's very jolly. And uh, he can still get into your house even though you don't have a chimney. Because I was really worried about that when I was younger. And I was like, how does to get in the house? We don't have a chimney. So he just comes in the door somehow.
0: So that is uh, some information on Santa Claus. Yes. Nice work. So let's talk about some other facts about Santa Claus. Uh, Let's see. So they say that St. Nicholas is the world's most popular non-biblical saint who has over 2,000 churches dedicated to him in France and Germany alone. Wow. That's a lot.
1: That is quite a bit.
0: Uh, There are also... um, Artists have portrayed St. Nicholas, which is Santa Claus, more times than any other saint except for Mary. That makes sense. It's a thing. Um, He is the patron patron saint of banking, pawnbroking, scholarship, pirating, butchery, sailing, thievery, haberdashery. That's a fun word to say. That's
1: one of your favorite
0: words. It is. I love the word haberdashery. Orphans, royalty, and New York City.
1: That's... A very weird mix, Saint Nicholas. There
0: <laughs> now, the, the the modern image of Saint Nicholas was created by a German-born American illustrator, Thomas Nast, um, who who created an image of the lovely saint as jolly, chubby, and dressed mainly in red. Coca-Cola further solidified his image. Mainstream media in 1930 for advertising purposes. Yeah, uh, That was a thing. It's pretty cool. Before that, um, St. Nick was wearing all sorts of fun colors, but now mostly red because modern times go with it.
1: I guess so. Plus red matches, you know, Coca-Cola.
0: That's right. Yep. That's probably it.
1: <laughs> it's kind of weird to think mm-hmm. about it that way, but it's probably true.
0: So then Santa must have changed his own image after the Coca-Cola image. Could have been. Yeah. I dig it. Um. So... Apparently, Saint Nicholas became famous when he gave three poor girls their dowries so they wouldn't be sold into prostitution.
1: That's very kind-hearted of him. Mm-hmm.
0: Indeed. Um. Let's see what else is going on with Saint Nicholas. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Um. All sorts of fun things around here's here's one. Um. Saint Nicholas was said to have stood up. Right after birth, praise God and and refuse his mother's milk on fast days. That's that's something, I guess. Sure. That's information. Um, what else do we got? He wore different colors before that. What you got? First mention of Mrs. Claus was in the eighteen forty nine short story "A Christmas Legend" by James Rees. She was popularized in Catherine Lee Bates' eighteen eighty nine poem. Goody Santa Claus on a sleigh ride. Their term goody is short for good wife or missus.
1: Huh. I am good wife.
0: You are? You're you're goody goody? <laughs> yes. o lady. Good
1: wife O. <laughs> That's adorable.
0: Um apparently in Austria and in, in Britain, beer and sherry are left for Santa Claus. I'm
1: sure Santa enjoys that, although I'm sure uh... Maybe the kids that get their presents lured after they've visited all those houses probably don't. Yeah. Who's Jesse?
0: Mm-hmm. And Santa's on the uh, um, on dasher uh, and the dance dancer and prancer uh, <laughs> and uh, vi, vi, just, just go.
1: Just 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 go.
0: Um, let's see what else we got going on here.
1: Oh, he's checking the naughty list.
0: That's right. Uh, <laughs> probably checking it twice lots of fun things going our researchers calculated that if santa is to reach every child on christmas eve he has only a millisecond to go down each chimney eat cookies and distribute presents that means he moves extremely fast faster than the speed of light
1: that's pretty cool i mean that's pretty fast and a good job
0: Cause it's it's magic.
1: No wonder he has to eat all the cookies. He has to use a whole lot of energy to get to everyone's house on time.
0: Also, he's got to be buff in order to move that four hundred thousand tons, which is carried on the sleigh. Yeah. For all those toys and whatnot. So, all right. So let's let's talk about um, food and eating. According to this, uh, assuming each household in the whole world, leaves out two chocolate chip cookies for Santa. Let's, let's be real. They're probably going to be like Oreos. But anyways, um, he would eat 374 billion calories, 33,000 tons of sugar, and 151,000 tons of fat in one night. So if he could run an eight-minute mile, he would have to run for 109 centuries to burn off all of those treats.
1: <laughs> That's why you leave... Or you find half-eaten cookies when you go down. Well, and, well or not go down, but my
0: assumption is that his that his belly jingles like a bowl full of jelly, because he's probably got some magic jelly in there to turn the cookies into some sort of thing to make his body move at the speed of light.
1: Maybe, maybe yeah. it like converts it into like some kind of supersonic energy. Aha.
0: I'm I'm all for um, it. And
1: by the way, I left homemade cookies, not Oreos. Oh sure. Yeah.
0: Homemade cookies are better than Oreos. Yeah, not
1: even chocolate chip ones.
0: Unless you have a homemade Oreo, which is a, a cookie with an Oreo at the core. No. No. It's homemade.
1: No. All right. It's weird.
0: Rachel says no. Um, <laughs> so if so, apparently all letters addressed to Santa in. United States go directly to Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is great. Um, so, Santa needs to visit about two billion children on Christmas Eve, but thanks to different time zones and a rotation on the earth, he would have 32 hours to work with. So, could you travel across? Yeah, I could see it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mean, yeah, depending on the rotation of the Earth and those different time zones and like like to, to right now it's tomorrow in what like China and Australia. So, I mean, yeah, you should have a good amount of time. So definitely more than just one 24 hour night or eight hour night.
0: And the last fact I got here is the most powerful mutant ever detected in the Marvel Universe is Santa Claus. Cerebro detected him while the X-Men were celebrating Christmas.
1: Ha! That's hilarious that he's written in as a mutant. But he moves
0: faster than the speed of light.
1: I mean, yeah. It makes sense.
0: Yep. So the moral of the story, if there is one, is uh, he's a whole, whole, whole lot of fun.
1: And Santa is watching you.
0: That's right. So if you're listening to this, folks... Be good. Be good, for goodness sake. Or else. So what else would you like to talk about... About Christmas, m'lady.
1: I mean, the history of Christmas, I think, is always pretty fascinating.
0: Sure. What you got for me?
1: So, I mean, way back when. You mean before 1992? Right. Before 1992. (laughs) Sure. Maybe even a little bit further back. Like, I don't know. uh, Really, really long ago when Christ wasn't even born yet. Okay. They had celebrations around the world in december december time so like in scandinavia um the norse they celebrated the yule from december 21st through the winter solstice which Um, was to bring
0: on the the upcoming winter
1: right 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 so they were in recognition of the return of the sun so from the 21st through january they would be like uh celebrating about 12 days They'd uh, have a fire-roasted pig. Is that where the 12 Days of Christmas comes from? It quite possibly might be. I'm not quite sure about that one. I did not research that. Uh, and then in Germany, okay. people honored the pagan god Odin during the winter because Germans were terrified that Odin... Um, they believed he made the sky, uh, sky night time for so long, because you know you have like the longer days mm-hmm. in the winter time. So they would honor him in the winter, so that he would um, not allow them to perish um, in the night. And so a lot of people stayed inside during that time.
0: Sure, but Thor would probably help them out too.
1: (laughs) Funny. Uh, In Rome, which I have actually celebrated this holiday before because I took Latin class in high school, so we celebrated Saturnalia. And that was the um, celebration and honoring the god Saturn, um, who is the god of agriculture. So the week before leading up to the winter solstice, and then for an entire month, They would have lots of food and drinking and the Roman social order would be turned upside down. So the slaves became the masters for that month. So they commanded the city, they closed the schools so everyone could have a lot of fun in that celebration. And they also celebrated Juvenalia, which was um, celebrating the youth of Rome. And they uh, celebrated the also the baby god, Mithra, who was believed like on December 25th itself was Mithra's day of uh, celebration. And some of the Romans thought that that was the most sacred day of the year to celebrate Mithra.
0: So let, let's go back to this uh, ju- juvenation thing you ju- said.
1: Juvenalia.
0: Yeah, I think that's possibly where they got the... Uh... In, in the grinch where they got like the, the ju- jubilation ceremony or something
1: maybe i mean this is j u v e n i could be wrong i mean it, it could have some kind of link maybe
0: only the writers will tell
1: <laughs> but in the early years of christianity they mostly only celebrated easter they didn't celebrate the birth of jesus at all um it wasn't until a little bit later Uh, that they started to celebrate it because um, they wanted to incorporate that from the Bible, Jesus' birth. So Pope Julius I is the one that chose December 25th, mostly to collaborate the current celebrations going on around the world. Um, And uh, it was first called the Feast of the Nativity, Yes, yeah, so that had spread to Egypt by 432 okay. AD and then um, by the 6th century to England. Which Pope Julius
0: was it? The first?
1: Yeah, Pope Julius the first. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, celebrating. So, yeah, they incorporated the Saturnalia time and uh, they celebrate about 13 days in most of the Greek and Russian Orthodox churches. And that goes from the 25th to, um, it's referred to as the Epiphany or Three Kings Day. Cool. Yeah.
0: Those trace rays.
1: Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool, the history. Um, uh, Way back when in the 17th century, the Oliver Cromwell and his Puritan followers... Uh, they tried to get rid of the, the celebration of Christmas because uh, they just thought it was too ruckus because a lot of people in that time would just go to church and then at night they would just, like, party hard. <laughs> sure. And cause a lot of ruckus. Isn't
0: that what people do nowadays? So they wanted
1: to calm calm it down. Calm down, people. Um, yeah, so calm down. Where, it's just Christmas. Yep. It, uh... It, that's where I think it kind of came over like to America where we celebrate that tradition where I think in England they kind of s- toned it down over there because of the Puritans.
0: I like our version which is uh, about family and, and friends and, and giving and, and celebrating and, yeah. and sharing and lots of pretty lights and mm-hmm. good food.
1: I mean, you can kind of see the tone downness of like an English Christmas in Charles Dickens's The Christmas Carol, because it does focus on like a little bit of a darker aspect of Christmas, but also exploring the true meaning of Christmas for giving and um, making joy for those around you. And it's not really the gift, it's sharing the experience and love with your family and friends and neighbors. It's
0: also about food and fun too.
1: Food and fun does make it a joyful experience, doesn't it? (laughs) It
0: does. I'm always joyful and happy when I'm eating food.
1: Yes. Really good food. Oh yes. So what
0: sort of food would you say is normally associated with Christmas?
1: Um, In let's say
0: America.
1: In America? Oh good, because I'm not really an expert on food for anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a lot of people usually have like a turkey or a ham for a big Christmas meal. And then, of course, all the Christmas treats like cookies and candies and fudge, candy canes, and uh, like peppermint bark and stuff. But I don't know. I don't think there's like a really traditional Christmas dish.
0: Well, What's your favorite thing to eat around Christmas?
1: Um, I do love me some good Christmas cookies. But I also enjoy like snack foods like my mom's cheese ball and uh like spinach dip is good too, and champagne.
0: You like <laughs> yourself some champagne? I do <laughs> for me, Christmas like one specific food that was always centered around my family's Christmas was uh. What well, was Buckeyes, which is Rice Krispie treats and peanut butter and chocolate? They were awesome.
1: They are awesome.
0: Love them. I think they're fantastic. And a half. If you bring me a bag of Buckeyes, I will be your best friend.
1: No, he won't because he's my best friend.
0: Okay, I. You can be. <laughs> all right, Rachel always wins. But <laughs> well, well, we'll be good friends. How's that?
1: <laughs>
0: or you could buy me a pizza.
1: No oh, pizza does work,
0: too. Yeah, we'll be good friends if you buy me a pizza. <laughs> a I,
1: good, good pizza, not, not, not crappy pizza. And then
0: I will also buy you a pizza. <laughs> because pizza should be shared and shared often. Yes. Just like friendship and love.
1: Yes. Yep. Tis the season.
0: That's right. I don't think that we can get any better than that. So we're going to leave you to it, folks. Um, so let us know if... Uh, well, what do you eat on Christmas? You can always email us at didyouknowrhino at gmail.com. You could uh, tweet at us at didyouknowrhino or just on the Facebook page. You can answer it right there. Uh, what do you eat on Christmas? Um, for From all of us here to all of you, we hope that you have a very... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, folks. And that's all we have for this episode. Um, As always, find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it with the world. I'm Ryan O. We'll see you next time.